right. It's always the minute it's supposed to happen, right? <laughs> of course. All right. Well, here we go. We are live now. So uh, welcome to another episode of Book Faces Live, the show where we talk to the faces behind your books. I'm Nathan Van Koops. I'm your host. And today we are on the go out and about with uh, Chrissy Monroe from Kobo Writing Life. Um, welcome to the show, Chrissy. Hey, Nathan. Jack gave us a little run for our money there. We tried to go live and it quit on us, so jumped over to my phone. Hope that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. No, we like it. It's uh, well, a little more personal this way, right? It's good. It means I can give you guys a tiny tour of Kobo if you want. That would be fantastic. I will take you <laughs> up on that. We're, All right. We're in for At it. some point when you want, I'll just walk around the first floor and you can see how things look at uh, Kobo HQ. I love it. I love it. I'm already excited. Good. So, um... <laughs> There's probably very few people in this audience who have not already heard of Kobo Writing Life, and there's probably quite a few who already know you. But uh, for those who may not be familiar with um, Kobo Writing Life and why it's awesome, could you give them just the, the little bit of a rundown of what Kobo Writing Life is and uh, your role in the company? Yeah, absolutely. So Kobo Writing Life is Kobo's free self-publishing platform. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Kobo is, we are an ebook and audiobook retailer. We also sell devices and we are known for being global. So mm -hmm. we reach 190 countries. We have authors on the KWL platform from 100 countries or over 100 now. Um, so really that is what we're known for, our global reach. And also we really strive to be known for being friendly and supportive um, if there are issues and, of course, with any business um, and technology, as we saw today, there will be some issues. We try to really give dedicated, knowledgeable support along the way. Yeah, and I think, um, that, I think that you're succeeding very well at that, um, just from personal experience with Kobo and also just from thanks. other feedback I've gotten that you guys are a very personal company that we can actually connect with. Uh, which yeah. is great, and talk to real people, which is Thank always you. wonderful. Yeah, and I think the one other thing to keep in mind if people don't know about it is just that we only focus on reading as mm -hmm. a company. We only sell um, e-books, audio books, and devices. So we don't sell any other products. We're not interested in you know upselling our customers to other stuff that's not book-related. So mm -hmm. everything we do is focused on the reading experience. And there's no other retailer like that. So I think that makes us stand apart, and it's in the DNA of everything that we do. Yeah, I think that's that's an important distinction to make yeah. as far as retailers go, that you're just entirely book-focused, and it's fantastic for the reader experience. Yeah. Um, so you are part of the, the self-publishing platform, so obviously you connect directly with um, writers who are yeah. looking to publish their books independently. Um, how, how do you connect with those, how do you go about and, about and connect with these writers and um, bring them into the Kobo fold? Oh, a million different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have a global team, so I have um, a big group that's here at home base in um, Toronto, Ontario. That's where I am right now in our office. But we also have um, people all over the world for Kobo, so in the UK, in Europe, in Brazil, and... Um, all across the world, we're connecting with authors and talking about self-publishing and how easy it is right now and best practices for getting your books into um, the marketplace. So it's at conferences, online, um, through referrals, mouth. Uh, we're seeing a lot of 
smaller publishers use independent publishing channels to get their books out into market because it's easier than older, more traditional pathways. So mm -hmm. all kinds of ways. <laughs> We're yeah. always trying to optimize those and get as many people in as they can because our customers want the content and they just want to read more and more and more. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, and your content for writers is fantastic. I know you have the, the blog, which just has continually running fantastic articles. Um, yeah. Today you guys just did this fun takeover of your uh, Facebook page with, with Damon Courtney from BookFunnel, and that was, that was a lot of fun. So you're really um, engaging on a lot of different fronts. Yeah. Um, is that something you you personally do? Do you are you um, part of the blog process and, and the content that gets put yeah. out? Yeah. Um, so I have a person, Joni, on my team who runs the blog, and she's amazing and really can get into um, what information our author is looking for and brings in amazing guests to share. You know what strategies are actually working for them right now. Um, and then on the podcast side, I co-host that, but my colleague Steph. Um, I noticed she had her own podcast, so I was like, you seem very good at this. <laughs> so I volunteered her to join me, but she's, she's amazing. She does such a great job. Um, Laura does our social, so everybody does their own little piece kind of based on what they're interested in, mm -hmm. and we each contribute to all the channels, um, and all of us are connected to books or writing or both in one way or another. Um, like we have a Kobo crew, uh, nice. which I am one. Uh, who are going to do NaNoWriMo this year. We do every lunch hour. We book a big boardroom, and everybody goes and writes together in the Kobo office. Oh, wow. I think we have 25 people this year. So it's a, a really big company of book lovers, book mm -hmm. writers. So, so yeah. you have a project in mind for NaNoWriMo this year? Oh, my gosh. Um, so... I've done it many times, but I've never finished, okay. meaning I have about a million unfinished projects. Yeah. So this weekend, I'm going to look through them and see if there's one that I really want to jump back into and finish because I want to challenge myself to do that um, and actually finish a book. Yeah. Well, I'd be excited, so. excited to hear about it. That'll be a fun project. Thank project. You. Maybe you can How about you? Do you do it? I do. I typically use uh, NaNoWriMo as an opportunity to... Um, flesh out an idea on something else that I'm not currently working on, like not my main mm. project. I usually have a main book going, and yeah. then NaNoWriMo is like a great, almost like a break partway through the year. Sure. Like, hey, just go write the, the fun thing that's been in the back of your head that you haven't let out yet, and yeah. um, that usually becomes the, the next book for the following year, yeah. the big project. You know, so that's there's a lot of ways to use it, and um, just a blast. We've had some people saying hello on the on the feed. So Ken Robbins says hello from rainy cold Atlanta. Uh. Hey, um, Marilyn says, hola, Kay and Shell both say hello and hi. So um, awesome. thank you everyone who's, who's watching live. If you have questions for Chrissy and you want to learn more about uh, Kobo Writing Life, feel free to pop up your, your questions in the comments and we'll be uh, sure to ask them for her. And um, Or if you're watching the replay live and you want to check in and, and uh, ask those questions, I'm sure Chrissy would be happy to pop back on and, and share some information later as well. So... Uh, yeah, definitely um, take advantage of the live format while we've got Chrissy's tour. Are you still there? Uh-oh. <laughs> we may have lost her again. Um, we have been suffering a little bit from the from the tech issues today. It could just be a connection where she's at there uh, at the headquarters. It could be a um, an issue with, with Skype that we're dealing with right now. This has been a new one for us. But we will get uh, Chrissy back on and then hopefully get that fun tour of Kobo Writing Life um, that she has promised us, so we'll see how that goes.
But um, there's you know no fun like live live problems on the internet, right? So there's always a chance that these things will will go on. Um, so we'll try giving Chrissy a call back and see if we can't get her get her back on the line. But um, for those of you watching, you know it's um, I've, I've been fortunate enough to meet Chrissy in person many times, and there's definitely a lot of truth to the idea that Kobo Writing Life is just a very personable company, um, unlike other companies where you might just get, oh, here we go. Let's see if we can't get her. will be fun stuff that we get to edit out later um, but yeah there's always there's always a uh, fun challenges trying to get people back back when we lost them on the internet this this actually reminds me of uh, the early days of book faces live and all right here we go Let's see if we can get her <laughs> all right hey you're back you made it <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm being tested here so now I'm getting off Wi-Fi okay can you uh, hear me okay? I can. I can hear you okay, and I can see you. That's, All right. looks great. I'm so. going to blame the network. Uh, you yeah. might think at a tech company we'd have reliable Wi-Fi, but <laughs> today of all days, it's trying to give up on us. Sorry about that. Well, I know you guys, right. you guys work it pretty hard there. You know, you <laughs> give that Wi-Fi a lot to do. So We gave it, gave it a run for its money. All right, so this time it's going to work. I'm willing it to work. I, I believe it. But while we have you, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get the uh, the tour around the office since since we've okay. got you got you mobile still. All right, cool. Uh, let me see if on Skype I can figure out this uh, camera. Oh yeah. Okay. So here you got my beautiful desk. I'll give you a uh, zoom in of the brand new Kobo format. Ooh, it's sitting right. on my desk there. Um, okay. So what is the release on that? When is that? It's out. Available? It just it is dropped. Available. All right. Yeah, okay. So this is the Kobo Writing Life team. They're all in a meeting right now, so forgive them for not being at their desk. But please note, we're a team of all women, so we have a lot of Beyonce stuff right there. <laughs> I like it. Um, this is just what the office looks like. Um, our first floor, we have our customer care team here. And over there, we've got... Big data. They do um, all the number crunching and stuff. <laughs> and cool. I'll show you this nice big Cobra sign. I love it. <laughs> There's random employees, and then we Looking have this nice little hallway of fame that's kind of how Kobo's life story over time going back to uh, 2009 when we first launched and then we have a you know little kitchen <laughs> we've it. got some snack tubes there where we uh you know every tech company has to have snacks so now I'll, I'll show myself again when i walk us back to my desk <laughs> what's what's the chrissy monroe snack of choice while working oh my gosh um, I definitely would say chocolate-covered almonds, but okay. I am not alone in saying that. So um, I really <laughs> notice that the chocolate almond tubes go down super, super fast. In high, high demand. We'll have to put, yeah, put in a absolutely. request. 
add more yeah. add more chocolate almond tubes to the more break room. chocolate almonds. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's right. the tour of the first floor. I hope that was uh, insightful. We have um, a bunch of other people over here too. I can just show you. We've got the uh, merchandising team. We've got publisher operations over there. And, um, yeah, it's open plan, so it's always kind of nice. Everybody just chats, and you can come over and say, hey. Um, it's a really open, collaborative office. I love it. Thanks. I love it. And um, we had some a question pop up, and I lost it there for a second, but people were uh, uh -oh. going to see if we can. I'll see if I can find, <laughs> find the question that, that uh, someone had regarding... Um, Let's see. Okay, Kay says, best of, best of both worlds, chocolate and healthy almonds. All right. <laughs> um, I agree. And, uh, yeah, I'm having trouble seeing all the comments. I'm going to get on my phone and check it out. So we'll see. All right. But um, can we can you talk just a little bit about your personal story? How did you end up yeah. at Cobra Writing Life? How did, it's such a cool job, such a cool place to work. Um, how did you get so lucky to land here? Yeah, thanks. Um I have always been a big time book nerd, so that's <laughs> the truth about myself. <laughs> but, um, so I've always just had a book in my hand and really, um, knew from a young age that I wanted to do something with reading. I won this, like, <laughs> it was super nerdy, but there was like a town contest at the library of who could read the most books oh, really? and um the prize was you got to meet the author of the arthur books oh really okay and when i met him i think i was like about six years old i said you know i want to read books for a living and he was like okay child <laughs> <laughs> i wish you luck that. with that but if you want to make it happen you can um and i did which feels awesome yeah. so uh, I studied literature, and when I was in grad school, I thought I was going to be an English prof, but I was like, I don't really like writing these essays that are going to, you know, go nowhere, essentially. I like the teaching part, though, okay. and um, I just decided I was going to move to New York City. I moved to New York, got into traditional publishing, fought my way in there. Yeah. I was an agent to start, um, loved supporting authors, but um, your first job at an agency is almost always going through the slush pile. Mm -hmm. um, belovedly called and like yeah. the idea of saying no to those people was very devastating to me mm. I hated it um, and there were often books that were really good but I just knew I couldn't sell them um, right. or if I did it would be so small that the main agent you know wouldn't support it um, so I um, self-publishing was just kind of coming up at that time it was 2007-2008 so I was very mindful of that but it wasn't quite an opportunity yet, or I didn't know about what the job mm -hmm. opportunities would be. Yeah. Um, I got into foreign book scouting instead, where you sell, um, you basically scout the North American market and sell rights into foreign publishers. So okay. basically from English to be translated. Yeah. Um, you go to all the foreign book fairs, which is awesome. That is fun. <laughs> and, um, so I really learned, like, you meet everybody, you read everything. I was reading, you know, two, three books a day and recommending what the best ones to reach uh, foreign markets was. But wow. um, it's also a pretty, very, like, travel-heavy job. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't see it as a lifelong path for me. And right around the time I was getting ready for a new challenge, I saw... Um, on Kobo, I'm Canadian, so I was very familiar with Kobo and kind of angling my way to get in there somehow. 
um, a posting for the U.S. manager role of Cobra Writing Life. So I was like, well, this is kind of everything um, I want to do. I get to work with authors. I get to help them reach a global audience for a Canadian company. And, like, you know, that's fighting a kind of underdog fight that I really believe in. Um, That seems very cool. And so I just kind of randomly applied. And to my surprise, Mark Lefebvre called me maybe that afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you're the person I've been looking for. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, so long, long story short. Sorry, I feel like I ramble a lot. No, it was there, great. But, um, it was <laughs> I got hired uh, just over five years ago now, um, worked my way up, and now I'm running the self-pub department, which is really a dream job. I can't say that enough. Like, I work with the smartest, most talented authors, I think, with an awesome team that loves them. Like, yeah. what could be better? Yeah, and that's the best thing if you go to work and yeah. you love what you do. And yeah. that's, I think it kind of shows in the way that you treat the job and the way that you treat yeah. authors. I think it definitely comes across when you come out to conferences and, and talk to us that it's, that you're having fun with this. It's not, you're not there doing, just doing us a favor. You're, you're there because you, you really enjoy it. And, um, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. And I can also say like, I have two little kids at home. They're two and four. And so for me to be even doing a day job, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need to make money, but like, <laughs> it has to be something that I love mm-hmm. almost equally to my family, you know, yeah. to be out of the house all day and traveling as much as I do. So right. I'm, I'm proud to say that I don't like feel guilty when I invest the time because I really mm-hmm. believe in that. And it's nice to be able to show that as an example to your kids too, to say, Hey, Hey, oh, I'm yeah. doing something with my life that is a positive example. And I'm, um, kind of doing something that's from the heart and, Totally. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. a fantastic. You're a good role model for those kids. Thanks. So, well, um, my, my daughter says she wants to sell books when she gets older, so I've already got it <laughs> imprinted on the next generation. Good job. Mission accomplished. Good job. <laughs> um, we did have a couple. I found those questions that we had. We have a couple different ones. Um, Shell right. Bliss asks, will Kobo be adding pre-order numbers to the dashboard so I can track them before release? Great, great question. Thank you, Shell. Um, yes, that's we have um, a project to improve the dashboard across the board in terms of analytics in early 2019, and that is absolutely on that list. Mm. Um, but if you need pre-order numbers in the meantime, we do track those on our side, of course. So you should always feel free to check in um, at writinglifeatcobra.com, and we okay. can pull those for you. I know it's not ideal, but it's a stopgap until we get it in the dashboard. Okay, very cool. The other question, we had a question from Kay Clark who asked, um, she wasn't sure if she missed it, but is Kobo an acronym for something? She wasn't familiar with the Kobo name. Where it came so from. it is an anagram for okay. book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for book. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So. A writerly term there, acronyms versus anagrams. Yeah. Well, you're, you're in the right company for that. We're gonna, everyone, <laughs> everyone watching this is going to appreciate this. So, Perfect. yeah, it's cool. So, um, so tell us a little bit more about what's coming up from Kobo Writing Life. Obviously, on the, on the actual device side, you've got products coming out, new e-readers and such. But what else is all kind of on the horizon? You said that you're doing some big improvements coming up to your, your dashboard in 2019. What are some yeah. other things that we can uh, expect as authors? Yeah, so the main thing that we are working on right now is, um, first, changing the way we do categories. Um, Mm. Some categories don't 
um, show up in the same way for our users, just based on the way KWL was built once upon a time. So we are upgrading that. We're in the middle of it right now. So we'll announce that when it's done, but mm-hmm. I hope soon, like very imminently soon. Um, then after that, we're quite far into developing direct audio uploading, which is huge. Yeah, and I'm really super, big. super, super excited. I think like the time for audio has never been better. And yeah. we really want to open up opportunities for authors to control their stuff, their uploading, their pricing, all of that great stuff. Do promos. We have so many promo opportunities for audio. So yeah. I'm beyond excited about that. Um, new dashboard. And those are the main ones okay. <laughs> that I'm trying to keep the, you know, the balls juggling right now. Yeah, that's, that's a lot to manage already. Um, Mike, yeah. Mike Kitchen, he's a, a good friend of mine. Mike and I go way back from uh, our days of, of learning the aircraft mechanics together. Uh, but he is also writing some books now. He's uh, He's been writing away. Um, so he asks, is Kobo an app? Do you have an app that, that they can oh, yeah. use for, for tracking everything? Totally, yeah. There's a free app you can get on mobile, um, iOS, Android, or on any desktop. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's um, free, obviously, <laughs> and it's also we've integrated ebook and audio within the same app. So if you have audio books as well, those live in the same spot, so you don't have to toggle back and forth, which I find very convenient. Yeah, I wanted to touch on since we have some people watching who I know are maybe um, not as familiar with Cobra, or maybe just starting out with their writing, and there's always the potential of people coming to this episode um, who are just trying to learn more about why why Kobo. Yeah. Um, I'd love to talk about kind of the advantages of going direct to Kobo and saying, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to publish on this platform because there is a, there is obviously the big debate of do I go into wide distribution? Do, should I be Amazon exclusive? You know, what are some of the advantages specifically of having a relationship with Kobo directly when you yeah. upload your book and want to and try to sell it through that marketplace? I think it's a great question. I think it starts with simplicity. So the KWL dashboard is renowned for being the very easiest to use of all Mm -hmm. of the retailers to go direct. So to get your full royalties and to go direct, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes literally a minute. We make it as easy as possible. So, you know, you're not going through a crazy headache of buying a specific kind of computer to upload your stuff. We, We remove all those hoops. Um, so get your full cogs. And then also we have a promo tab that's only available if you're direct, um, mm-hmm. where you can get merchandising opportunities direct to Kobo readers right in the KWL dashboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are two main uh, arguments for going direct, just mm-hmm. to get your full money for everything you earn versus paying an aggregator. Yeah. And um, yeah, the promos, for sure, because that's an easy way to gain some traction with our readers. And then in terms of wide versus um, exclusive, it just goes back to that argument where um, you're not putting your eggs in one basket. Um, uh, it's it's not the best business move, I believe, for long-term growth and success. I think, yes, for a lot of genres, you will do well in KU today, mm-hmm. um, but could that disappear tomorrow? That's the question that if I were in KU, I would be worried about probably every day. Um, So if that's your path and that's the way you're making money, totally respect that. Just, you know, put your um, security uh, net in place, I would say. Um, But otherwise, to build this long-term business, think about going wide. I really recommend it. At least Mm -hmm. explore it. 
set up accounts, see what it feels like. Um, And we have tons of authors doing extremely well with us, so the potential is there. So I'd like to talk about that because one of the big challenges for authors, especially if they're just starting out, maybe they've just started Mm -hmm. on Amazon, maybe they were in Kindle Unlimited for a while, and now they are thinking, okay, I I do want to broaden out. I want to have some more options out there. I want to reach a larger audience globally, like you said. It's challenging to put mm-hmm. your book up on a new new marketplace and get traction, like you were yep. talking about. So what are some of the ways that you see authors gaining that traction now when they first make those moves? What are some of the steps that they could be making? Obviously, the promo tabs you mentioned, which is, which is great if you're going direct. Um, what are some other ways that, that um, authors are sort of increasing their traction on Kobo? Yeah, great question. Um, BookBub, obviously, for wide authors is key. Mm-hmm. Um, and also using their ads. I've heard a lot of authors doing well with those, just the ads at the bottom, not even necessarily the in-email placement. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure you have links to all retailers and advertise those links. Um, you know, often an author will ask, why am I not selling on Copa? And I go to their website and either they only put the Amazon link or the Kobo link is buried below like a click to find more. Um, and you're, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. So I would really try to actively reach out to those readers. Facebook ads, um, it's as simple as clicking interests Kobo um, and hitting those followers. We do have active um, reach and also thinking globally. That's very key. You know, you, if you're wide, you have to have a global marketing strategy. Um, Canada is our biggest market. Look to Europe, look at the UK, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, mm-hmm. um, and advertise to those markets. Don't just advertise to the US because that's not where we're most prominent right now. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you want to try marketing to Walmart customers, which is also worth right. mentioning as yeah. a new development um, because obviously we just launched with Walmart and that will continue to be a huge focus for us going forward. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. It's on my list of things to chat about. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about what's what's happening with publishing, you know, indie authors being able to get some placement in uh, Walmart, even selling ebooks? Yeah, so um, if your books are available to the Kobo US store, either through mm-hmm. us or through an aggregator, then they are available on walmart.com, so you don't have to do anything extra. Um, so that's online, and it's a hybrid um online experience and there's a free app as well walmart ebooks by rakuten kobo is what that's called um and so in terms of driving traffic there add walmart to your list of retailers or try to drive some ads that direction and see how that goes for building the u.s Mm -hmm. um and then in store we have placement of um our devices which are selling in walmart's and ebook cards which is pretty cool um customers can buy individual ebooks in stores and i thought um very successfully it wasn't much of a fight because there's a lot of belief here in self-pub um to get a lot of self-pub placement on those cards so a lot Mm -hmm. of the ebooks we're selling in stores through digital cards are kwl titles which is pretty darn cool yeah that's that's momentous for the industry as a whole yeah for for independent authors to, to see that opportunity yeah. and know that it's possible, even if you know their books aren't available in Walmart right now, that they have the potential yeah. to land there. In the totally, and um, we have a lot of big stuff coming with them. Um, this is like very early days of that partnership. I would say we have a lot of marketing coming for the holidays, 
promos lined up way into the future. So mm-hmm. um, it is a good time to be wide. Yeah, and I know that you've um, also taken over a lot of the market share that used to be Barnes & Noble internationally, um, UK, mm-hmm. places like that. You've sort of you've grown a lot. Kobo's definitely yeah. grown. And um, Any other advancements you guys see yourself making soon as far as mm. markets or uh, anything to be on the lookout for? Always. Um, nothing specific that I could speak to, but yes, okay. those conversations are always happening. And mm. like, you should see the BizDev channel here. It's like, oh, are we going to open up a new partner and fill in the country? And like, yes, yeah. we're pursuing it. So yeah. you never quite know what's going to land at what time because we're a very partner-driven um, business. Mm-hmm. But um, a couple big areas of growth that I'm already seeing right now are absolutely France, um, Italy and the Netherlands is a really big one. Um, so yeah. if you're an established author and you haven't quite thought about translation yet, it could be a good moment to do that. Um, or, you know, a lot of those countries, they read in English. So think about marketing to those mm-hmm. countries. Yeah. And I think that's, I know Joanna Pan at Nink talked about some of the countries that are huge English speaking countries Oh, yeah. that are not even touched by retailers like Amazon. So you can, yeah. you know, there's big markets there of you know, oh, yeah. growing growing uh, English language readers For sure. that you can reach out to in Kobo, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so speaking of reaching out and connecting, um, you actually do get out and about and you come, come meet us at, at fun places like conferences. What, where else are you going this year or in the, in the future where people can maybe get a chance to run into you in person and, and uh, say hi? Yeah. So my last one of the year will be 20 books in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, my European colleagues, I think have about three left. So they're yeah. on the road a little bit more than me. Yeah. There's some awesome events in Europe. Um, and then starting next year, we'll be at um, Smarter Artists. We'll be at Some More Book Show, um, the Superstars of Writing seminars, Nink, obviously, RWA. You know, we hit yeah. all the big ones, and then there are just so many amazing, you could say smaller ones, but more mm-hmm. focused ones mm-hmm. um, that we're just starting to fill in the calendar for now. But it's awesome. That's like, I look forward to that stuff so much. I'm really excited for Vegas. Will you be there? I'm not going this year. I, it was kind of on my radar, but um, you know they're all full up now anyway. So I, yeah. there's, there's nobody's getting in. That place is packed. But uh, I, I'm, it's on my radar for next year, possibly. So yeah, we'll see. And of course, cool. I'll be there at Nink, and uh, it's in my backyard. So of course, yeah. I'm always there. But um, the doors always open um, on email. We answer emails super fast. So if anyone's mm-hmm. not hitting that conference circuit um, yeah. at the moment, writinglife@coba.com is the best place to find us. Or um, we're always looking for author stories to share on Facebook and the podcast. So truly just reach out to us. If you have a cool story to tell, we want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Where can people find your, your podcast episodes? Anywhere you get podcasts. We're there. Kobo Writing Life Podcast. <laughs> I just did a big episode about format, actually, which okay. I loved. I love to do like behind the scenes at Kobo because... I think we share a little more information than some of the other yeah. retailers. Um, yeah. And our VP of devices like walked through the life cycle of a device. Like, why do we build them? How do we build them? What motivates you know design decisions? Um, yeah. The mechanics of holding a device. It was like very fascinating to me. Um, so I thought that was very cool. I'm just realizing from this camera angle, I have a hole behind my head. I never really knew that you before. Do. Is that a sprinkler <laughs> or something? Maybe keeping you safe. I have fire? to hang something up there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Some beautiful poster. <laughs> 
Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to give us the tour and walk us around the office and let us into this little magical world you have going on. Thank you. Thank you for having me and putting up with the tech challenges of a tech company that I didn't (laughs) really know that I had until today. (laughs) You're totally worth it. Totally worth all the efforts. So, um, Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a blast. And anytime you want to come on the show in the future, we would, of course, love to have you. Um, All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, and I'll be lurking in the comments anyways to uh, watch the future episodes. I love what you're doing. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah, I I really appreciate all your support. It's been fantastic. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for watching, um, and check in again next week for another great episode, um, and we'll see you then. All right.